I hold myself to a pretty high standard. I think that I can accomplish a lot, and so when I set myself uh, off on a new goal or a new ambition, I really hold myself uh, kind of accountable to that standard of, uh, you know, to whatever that standard of uh, quality or whatever that goal might be uh, that's, that's related to each other. Uh, this means I often get a little bit upset when I imagine or I kind of uh, think that I might have disappointed someone or that I might have let them down. It's kind of this crazy double-edged sword where I'm trying to hold myself accountable and in doing so I might feel some guilt or I might feel some uh, some sadness or regret if I feel like I've let someone uh, if I let someone down or I didn't meet their expectations. Um, so I think accountability on one hand, self-accountability can really help us improve. It can really help us better ourselves because it raises that level. Um, but it can also, again, act as a double-edged sword where we're kind of uh, feeling guilty or sad about uh, how we imagine others are perceiving us. Um, and accountability is also uh, towards others, right? So I hold a lot of the people I work with to a high standard of uh, high standard of behavior. So the students I work with, entrepreneurs I work with, my other colleagues, I always try to make sure that we're looking at each other kind of as towards our and our best selves, looking at ourselves as our best selves, and trying to hold ourselves to account for that, so that there is that sense of quality and purpose and mission behind our interactions and behind our relationships. And this can be a little bit difficult at times because sometimes people struggle, uh, but I always try to be understanding and try to make sure that I'm extending them a, uh, a bit of uh, patience and a bit of uh, uh, empathy so that they can uh, feel that even though they might not be hitting that level of quality that we are, expect of each other, that they're still uh, kind of, un they're still happy with what they were, how they were able to perform, or at least they're not kind of negatively, uh, you know, negatively seeing themselves or negatively seeing their relationship with me. But it's not just about ourselves and it's not just the people we surround ourselves. It's also about holding accountable the people who are in positions of power and authority. Uh, and I think that's a really important part of our everyday life, especially if you have any experience of injustice or intolerance or any experience of uh, maybe discrimination or exclusion. Uh, so when we hold people in positions of power accountable for their decisions or even their actions or the way they think, uh, I think it's important that we extend some empathy towards those people who are trying to hold them accountable. It can be an incredibly scary proposition for someone who's not in a position of power to try to hold someone who is in a position of power accountable for their actions and deeds. It can be frightening. It can be uh, kind of, um, it can create like an existential crisis in a lot of people because you start to question uh, your own motivations. You can start questioning why you're doing what you're doing, why you're trying to hold this person accountable. So if you see injustice, if you come into contact with maybe just institutions that are unjust, maybe it's just an unjust policy or procedure that you happen to be affected by, I think uh, it's important that we try, try as much as we can to stand firm, to stand our ground, and to hold those institutions and those people accountable, especially if they're treating us differently in some, some way. Um, but coping with that role, trying to cope with that responsibility can be really 
uh, it can be really unnerving because you have to deal with issues like uh, victim blaming, you have to deal with issues like uh, imposter syndrome or just basic invalidation. So a lot of times when we come up against institutions that are unjust, we might experience uh, a feeling of invalidation if those institutions look at us and say, oh, your feelings don't matter, your experience doesn't matter. That really invalidates what you've done, what you've, uh, what you've had to deal with. So even though we shouldn't intolerate in, or we shouldn't tolerate injustice, uh, even though we shouldn't uh, kind of deal or just accept a situation that is some fundamentally wrong, we cannot just leave any sort of righting those wrongs up to the people who are not in a position of power. We have to hold uh, everyone to account, everyone who's in a position of power to account when it comes to these issues. And it really takes all of us. It takes people in positions of power to hold other people in positions of power accountable. And it takes people who are not in positions of power to look and see where are their injustices and raise their voices up. So if you find yourself in a situation where you may feel that you're being treated unjustly, or maybe you're just being treated differently than people who are also in the same situation, I just want to encourage you that you're not alone. There are allies out there who will support you and who will care for you and care about you and care about your experience and who will give you that strength or will try to bring strength to your experience so that you can face those challenges, you can cope with that in some, in some significant way. And there's safety in numbers, there's strength in numbers, so find those allies and see what you can achieve together in order to uh, hold these institutions and these people in positions of power accountable for their actions, their deeds, and their words.